It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, Truman Jones is on News Radio WGNS. Good morning, Rutherford County. We're going to be talking about the symphony, and that is a very finely structured group. You know, you have to dress up. Uh, I wore a tuxedo the last time that uh, I was the MC there, and it's the first time I've worn one in a long time, Donna Tenpenny. And in fact, you were the one that was begging me to come in in a tuxedo, if I remember correctly. And you didn't. If I remember correctly. Oh, I thought I had a tie on and tux and everything that day. No, Tails. I asked you to wear your Calvin Klein sweats. Uh-huh. What did I wear? You wore gray sweatpants, a sweater, mm -hmm. and a leather jacket, I believe. So you did kind of take it up a notch. I had a UT shirt on, if you remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. I believe so. Mm -hmm. And Wilson Sharp, he was leading the uh, uh, the horns that night, right? Well, I was in the horn section. Yeah, and you were playing what? Uh, saxophone. Yeah. Now you do a lot of work in the school system here, don't you, Wilson? Yes, yes, I do. I'm kind of in, they call it the school outreach program, and uh -huh. we do a lot of that every year. Yeah, that's pretty nice. To share that type of music with a lot of the kids that will never hear it or, or never heard it before, how do they accept it? Uh, I would say 99% of the time they really like it. Hmm. And uh, I, that phrase you used, we've never heard it before, we hear that occasionally. Yeah. Especially for kind of an out-of-the-way place like yeah. Huntland. Yeah. Oh, Huntland's a great place. Yeah, it was that was one of the best experiences that we've ever had uh, at Huntland because yeah. it, after, at the end of it, uh, I would say about a half a dozen young kids came up and wanted autographs, but they it was the kind you write on their hands. Oh, so they wash them off as soon as they get home, right? I don't know, maybe not. Well, do you know what Huntland is famous for? Johnny Majors. Yes, the Majors and Shirley Majors. Shirley Majors was coached there for many years. Yeah, that's an that's an exciting place. It really is. Now, um, you guys have something special that's coming up. The uh, the virus has really stepped in and just absolutely destroyed a lot of things that's going on in this community. But somehow you you find a way to get around it. Now. You have all your venue has always been over at the Methodist Church over on Thompson Lane. It has. And but it's not gonna be there anymore, is my understanding. No. Yeah. And I hate that because the sound quality is is, is just perfect almost. And uh, are you guys kind of in search of another place right now? Uh it, it uh, 
you're not. No, we've got, we've found our new location. It's going to be Bel Air Baptist on Rutherford Boulevard. Oh, that's a great place, also. Yeah, it is. So you're going from Methodist to Baptist. I, yeah, that's the my Bap home church. The Baptists are getting a little class, aren't they? Woohoo! Yeah, you're not used to that. <laughs> I I am. You know where you a perfect place would be? Where? If you would go out to my church, a church of Christ, and put the music in there, wouldn't that be perfect? It never has been done before. Well, you know what? I would be more than willing to do that. Yeah. I, 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 you couldn't find a better place. I mean, you really couldn't. But you'd have to talk the uh, elders into allowing it to happen. I'm not too sure that's going to happen. Oh, well, maybe yeah. we can play in the front yard. How's that? That would be good. Okay. Now, what have you got coming up? And it's this Saturday. Why did we wait so long to get it on the air? I think we've just been busy. We've been working hard. And so this Saturday, mm -hmm. we've got the Flatbed Philharmonic Concert out in Las Casas, Tennessee. Now, Flatbed, I presume. Uh, are, will the orchestra be on top of that flatbed? Is Seriously, that what? we have a flatbed. You're kidding. Nope. For those that have never heard a concert, and you live out in the in the community, in the rural community, that would be perfect after everybody gets through throwing their hay uh, in the barn. They can run right over there and uh, just join you. That, that's going to be a perfect location. Well, let me tell you how the idea got started. Mm -hmm. Back when everyone was in quarantine, we were trying to find a way to reach people with music. And so someone developed the idea of the flatbed philharmonic in order to actually carry the music to the neighborhoods and, and uh, from one place to the next. But as time went by, we realized that people were getting back out once again. So we brought up the idea of making it a stationary concert. That's good. So that's how it originated. Yeah. Yeah, the other way, it sounds like you, you're out there on a, a wagon and going on some type of hayride or something. It sounds I, like I don't fun, think, though, doesn't it? I don't it? think that'll work. Well, I, I, you know me, I, I am very structured. I, I like going to a place where, you know, that it, it's a special thing. I, I love concerts, and I love to dress up for them, and, and that, that's pretty nice. I, I really do. <laughs> and, and Wilson, uh, 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 he he really complimented me on the stage last time about my dress. He did. He did, he did compliment. He said, "I wish everybody would dress up like you do." <laughs> Shame on you, Wilson. Yes, I, I just get out of control every now and then. <laughs> I, I noticed that over there. It was um, it was a lot of fun. It was. Um, but this one, who, who's going to be the MC of this particular show? I don't know. You don't? I don't. I presume that you have one. I'm sure we do. Yeah. Who knows? It might be Wilson. He just doesn't know it yet. Well, each group, there are three groups, and each one probably has somebody that will speak. And the group I'm playing in, I'll, I'll be the uh, MC. Okay. Now, you will be in... Is it the patriotic group? Uh, well, I'll be in the saxophone quartet group. This is the jazzy group. Well, I mean, jazz is patriotic. That's right. It goes back a long way in this country. Well, I'm definitely patriotic, but our theme is the uh, 
uh, jazz, uh, the brass quintet, their theme is primarily patriotic. Uh -huh. And the uh, string quartet, their theme is light classical music. Yeah. Okay. What type of songs, basically? Do you have the title of the songs that will be playing, Donna? I don't. No. Well, why are y'all on today? <laughs> Donna. Yes. I, I don't. I, I don't understand this. I'm here to harass you. How's that? Yeah. No. Um, the uh, the classical strings will have Mozart and Tchaikovsky. Those are two examples. And um, who is that? <laughs> well, you just need to come to the concert to find <laughs> out. Okay. I have something very patriotic going on Saturday, a little bit later. The UT football game will, will the start of the SEC season started, and I, I bought a uh, big screen, 65-inch television, just so that I can uh, enjoy the SEC. Uh, I guess it's the fall season. I don't. I, everything has changed so much. I, I'm. It's going to be almost impossible to watch a game with only 20% or 25% of the people there. It, this social distancing is, is driving me crazy. Now, have you been in the school system yet, uh, Wilson? Uh, no, I'm not sure we're going to be able to do that. We are going, we're uh, trying to come up with a way of doing it using Zoom. And, uh, Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. <laughs> And so uh, we think we're optimistic. We're in contact with uh, local music teachers and band directors. Mm -hmm. And so uh, right now it's just kind of in a planning stage, but we're hopeful that we can get into the schools via Zoom. And would you wear your mask? Because the mayor has said that the masks are no longer a have-to thing uh, as of five o'clock yesterday afternoon. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Well, it, things are changing. And so I, I was talking to, uh, day before yesterday, the musicians union who helps fund some of the school stuff. There's a, a trust fund called the Music Performance Fund mm -hmm. that's been in existence since uh, the late 40s. You have to have sponsors like the symphony to do that. Yeah. And uh, for live free music and so we had a long conversation about how how that could happen. Mm -hmm. But uh, anyway, we're working on it. it. It has really affected almost every walk of life right now, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, the, the virus. And, and um, I have a hard time understanding it, being an old man. We, uh, we've been through just about everything in the world that could happen. Polio and all those other things that some of us had at, at right. one time or another. And I don't see pushing people into a quarantine-type situation. Right. It just it just doesn't seem the right thing to do. It's, we ought to just either get it or don't get it and just keep on pushing. It, I hate to, for everything to be just completely tied down. Yeah, when, we, when it's over and we look back on it, we'll be able to ferret out, I think. You but, think so? But you and I, you mentioned polio. You probably can remember standing in those long lines in school waiting to get your shot. Oh, I had it before the shot. I did get it. My brother and I both got it. And, and a number of other kids in our neighborhood 
we went swimming over at Guy James's, over at the river, and had a picnic. Uh, the whole neighborhood did, and one of them actually ended up in an iron lung, and but she did get better. In fact, she was the uh, queen of Antioch School later on when she moved. So it, it was a wow. You know, there's there's certain hills you have to climb, and that's just the way it is. Where is this thing going to be? It's going to be at 7421 Canesville Pike in Las Casas. And this is the historic home of Ruth and Eddie Taylor. Mm, that's a nice place. It is. Yeah, people are going to enjoy it. Now, what is the sitting uh, area that you're going to be able to sit there and enjoy the music? It's going to be in the backyard area. Are yeah. you going to be sitting on hay bales or what? No, everyone's invited to bring their own chairs, uh -huh. and they can bring a picnic lunch with them if they like. And what do you mean, bring a picnic lunch? Bring you're, you're not offering that to the to the participants. No, no. No, we're just asking people if they want to bring something with them, they can. They're uh -huh. welcome to do that. How about bring a TV set so they can watch the game? <laughs> You know what? That's what telephones are for. Oh, <laughs> Just really? pull your iPhone out and watch it right there. I think that's what a lot but of But there better do. not be any allowed cheering during the songs. <laughs> if well, there is, we'll forgive, okay? You know, I was in the hospital when Tennessee was playing. I was trying to remember. I think it was Florida. And Tennessee scored, and my kids were in there with me. And everybody started hollering. And the nurses come running in, and they say, <laughs> What's going on? And, and uh, we told them, and they said, you're not supposed to do that. And then before they walked out, they said, what's the score? You know? <laughs> See, I love that. Rules are meant to be broken. Okay? They are. Yes. You are exactly right. <laughs> if, if people stay structured their whole lives, you, you really have a problem. That's right. Yeah. Now, um, Wilson, how how is it set up for... You're going to be playing different types of music. You're going to have to be playing three different types or, or using different instruments in, in, in the music. Right. Yeah. How are, you going to, how are you going to do that outside? Because usually an outside structure changes the sound. Well, they, uh, the, the flatbed is backed up against a, a building that has a brick side to it. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's going to throw the sound out pretty well. Mm -hmm. uh, the saxophones and, uh, and the brass players, I don't think you're going to have any trouble hearing that. No, you want them. And the strings, I, I think you're going to be able to hear it. It'll be out, uh, they'll be close mm -hmm. to the uh, to the flatbed. I, I think the sound will be okay. One of the uh, other personnel manager, Greg Lawson, went out and scoped it out. Mm -hmm. Now, you guys, is this in one way still able to give the people the, the type of music, really, really great music. I mean, you guys are at the top of the list. But in, but are you still going to be searching for something? Uh, I know Donna mentioned that, that you found a place to stay. But knowing you guys and the type of music you play, I'm not too sure. Um, I, I know you're going to be at the Baptist Church. But... <laughs> But it, it, it's different, isn't it? I mean, uh, the sound quality, and but you will get more people 
that will be coming into the concert. I b really believe that because Baptists stick together, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure you'll have a sellout every time you go in there. Hey, we're going to have Friday night concerts this year. So oh, really? That's a plus right yeah. there. Now, uh, is, is this the new season starting up? Yes, it is. Wow. So I didn't think there had been another one before this. So have you already worked on, uh, for the rest of the year, the, the, the concerts that you're going to have? Yes. Did you uh, mention the uh, dates on that? Yes. Um, our December concert will be Friday, December the 11th. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have a spring concert as well. Mm -hmm. And it's Friday, April the 16th. Hey, can I mention something real quick? It's your show. Okay. So uh, I just want to say that, um, once again, everybody brings their own chair to the Flatbed Philharmonic. Mm -hmm. Welcome to bring a picnic basket, a blanket. But uh, ticket prices are $10 a person for the oh, adults and $5 for students. Mm -hmm. And the tickets are going to be sold at the event. So as you drive in, you can buy your ticket and then come on out and enjoy it. It's going to be a very casual atmosphere, relaxed, family-friendly. So bringing kids, they'll have a great time. They can run around and play. I won't feel comfortable in that type of setting. Yes, you will. I expect you to be there. Just bring the ball game with you. My ball game is a 65-inch TV. <laughs> I can't bring that game with me. <laughs> And besides, if I did bring it, uh, out of the 3,000 people that will be attending that, probably um, 2,500 will be watching the ball game. Well, if they make a touchdown, I will cheer with you. All right. I will. Yeah, that would be pretty neat. I wish you, uh, why couldn't you have scheduled that another day by Saturday? Um, now, of course, you got the high school games on Friday night and then uh, the UT football game. I mean, uh, that's almost like going to church. It really is. It's special. Well, um, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was the I, best day to, I, I to will, select. I, and <laughs> I will tell Greg and Mentriette that they need to go. Now, I presume uh, most people know how to get out there. But could you kind of map it out on how to reach that location? Yeah, it's pretty easy to find. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're going down uh, Las Casas Pike mm -hmm. toward Milton, yeah, you're going to come to an area where the um, Dollar General store is, and I think it's, you're going to turn left on Canesville Pike. Right time, uh, mm -hmm. uh, right. Be, uh, turn left right before you reach that Dollar General store. I didn't area. know there was one out there. Yeah, there is. There's one everywhere in the yeah, country. Yeah. Every five miles, there's a Dollar General. Yeah. And there's 3,000 people at the Dollar General and 25 at Kroger's and Publix. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Hey, I just got a message on my phone, Fran. Well, Cam good for you. Fran Campbell says good morning. And I am so disappointed that she didn't show up. This is the first time as long as we've been doing uh, the announcements for the concert that she hasn't shown up. Well, give her a big shout out this morning, okay? No, I'm not going to holler at Brandy. <laughs> She's one of my favorite people. I mean, she is. A, She's she, one of my favorites, yeah, too. She is one of the sweetest people that ever lived. I mean, she really is. And she's been a, a, a great example for the concert. Everybody loves Fran. Yes. Yeah. So, what are you going to, how do you feel 
being outside. Uh, this will probably be the only outside uh, concert that you guys will put on. Oh, it'll be fine. Uh, all, all the musicians, you know, who have, especially if they're older like I am, played outside. Oh, you're still a baby. Have, have played outside a lot. Yeah, but the sound, I, I, I just, what if it rains? There's a rain date. The rain date is October the 3rd. So that's the day it's going to rain, or is that the day? It is not going to rain. Uh, I, have you looked at the... Uh, no. You've I, got your phone. Have I'm you? in communication with the weatherman, the ultimate weatherman, uh -huh. and he's not going to let it rain. So you are a Baptist, right? I am a Baptist <laughs> yeah. all the way. Yeah. That's pretty neat. <laughs> now, I, I didn't realize that uh, the ten penny that was over at, at the school... The, the the principal yes uh that you are connected to him right it's my father-in-law isn't that something yeah yeah kelly did you want to say something kelly are, are you going to the concert on uh, saturday it, it, it's the the philharmonic uh, concert and it's going to be in just out of last cases on canesville pike she is now, because I'm yeah. going to ask her. Yeah. Oh, she 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 loves music. Uh, I love you guys being on the show. I really do. You've got your army shirt on. Uh, where did you get that? Uh, well, I I bought it at the Sitco uh, where the National Guard Armory is in Nashville. Oh, Sit did you? Sitco Drive. Yeah. I, w I was in the uh, the uh, National Guard. Oh, really? Yes. Wh which one? The Army National Guard. <laughs> but where were you stationed at, oh, Wilson? Nashville. Nashville. Yes. Are you originally from Nashville? Uh, well, I'm originally from Royal Oak, Michigan, which is a suburb of Detroit. But moved down here very young. I was in the uh, third grade, and so I'm. We moved to Humphreys County. I don't Waverly, uh, New Johnsonville. Yeah. And uh, I grew up there. That's kind of West Tennessee a little bit, I guess you would it's say. Almost right there by the Tennessee River Bridge. Yeah. And you relocated here, I presume. Uh, yeah. Eventually, I, I taught school in some in some other places, uh, yeah. and then we moved here. Now, do you think the kids here um, have a strong education since they're here in music? I, I've noticed that there seems to be more educational um, uh, opportunities here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County than you would find in a lot of other schools. Is is this something that it's branching out, or, or how is that? Because I think the kids, that, that's, that's pretty, um, uh, that's a pretty good thing for our young kids because uh, when they have a strong background, especially in the arts of music, it, it makes a big difference, doesn't it? Absolutely. There's a lot of evidence that uh, the, the uh, training in music uh, affects your, like, your, the way your brain grows. And uh, you know, a lot, unfortunately, not, not all educators are appraised of, of that. Mm -hmm. But uh, there is a, uh, uh, the guy who wrote the book that uh, this movie 
about, uh, I forget the name of the movie, I, th I think it's called The Awakening, where Robert De Niro got an Academy Award mm -hmm. for, did you see that, and Robin Williams is in the movie. Yeah. The guy who wrote that book, he's a famous, uh, you know, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I don't know. Not, not a brain surgeon, but yeah. uh, one of those guys. Yeah. And uh, he wrote a book called Music in the Brain, and in that book he makes uh, a, a flat-out statement that uh, when you're playing a musical instrument, like in a group, mm -hmm. your brain is actually uh, fired up in more places than anything you could possibly do. Hmm, I wonder why that is. I'm not sure. That, that's that's an interesting concept because the brain reacts to so many different things and and this is a I presume it awakens just like you said it awakens the brain and makes it uh, a whole lot more available to things at that time yeah I'm sure there obviously there'll be scientific uh, explanations for it I just don't know what all the details are but I think that's a powerful statement about uh, music and its role in education. Yeah. And you play the alto sax? Uh, I will be Saturday. Is that your favorite instrument? I like it. I, I, I like playing all the instruments in the woodwind family, which I can play a little bit. Uh, bassoon and saxophone is what I play when I get hired to play. Do you remember what, what I said to you at the concert when you started to play? Uh, you didn't look at me very happily when I said that. The buffoon with a bassoon. <laughs> well, actually, I think that's pretty funny. I think it was funny. It was meant to be funny. It wasn't meant to be uh, a bad thing. But you didn't look at me like you enjoyed it whatsoever. You, I mean, I could feel the stare all the way over, over where I was standing. Uh, I think you misinterpreted that. Oh, did I? <laughs> do you like being around musical people, Donna? I do, yes. What is the attraction to musicians that a lot of ladies have? Uh, it, it, a, a lot of guys, they... <laughs> A lot of guys get into music just because of that. What was that little sign you were giving me, I Wilson? <laughs> uh, I, I can see it all the way over here. He says you're baiting me right now. <laughs> no, that's my my money sign. That's your money oh, sign. Oh, money. Yeah. Do musicians have money? <laughs> Not anymore. What is it that there are so many things that affect the monies that musicians make right now. They put up all these things that are, 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 are seems like that you're not able to reach out and become as successful as musicians used to be. I mean, they could do it on their own many years ago. Now you have to go through too many obstacles, I think. Well, I'm not exactly sure, uh, but I know, here's one thing that has changed. That is the uh, there were, if you go back prior to uh, let's say 1950, mm -hmm. uh, there was much more live music and more musicians were involved in certain areas. Mm -hmm. and, and and now the, uh, the recording industry, you know, and the uh, television and uh, the media yeah. has affected that. Well, I, I remember a lot of musicians would travel on their own 
and try to work out deals with radio stations and things like that. But you don't see that anymore. No, no, you don't. Nashville had a uh, a live uh, band on, uh, I forget the station it was in Nashville, up until 1984, the uh, morning crew or something like that. Yeah. And uh, all, virtually all large cities, as large as Nashville, had musicians in the radio studios yeah. throughout America. That was the beginning of television back in the 50s and the 60s and they would have people on that they would open up to you and tell you all of what's happening with them and all that stuff and people would would be glued to the television set just like they're glued to the radio right now Um, they love to hear guests that, that have a lot of the same feelings they have but can reach out into places that they would like to be a part of. That, that It really is a major part of your life. And uh, the only bad thing about it is nobody wants to listen to me. You guys are, are, are really the stars of the show because you're involved in so many different things. And uh, I, I absolutely love that because I'm, I'm, I'm like they are. I get to to be educated at the same time that they are, and that that's pretty special. Except I can be a little crude from time to time when I'm dealing with these super guests that I've, I've got. Now you were asking me what my attraction is to musicians. Mm-hmm. They have so many various stories in their backgrounds, things they've been doing in the past, um, where they have played, where they've been. And Did getting, it take you that long to catch the make that up in your brain while I was talking to Wilson? It did. It did. Yeah. Yeah. So, is this an accurate statement, or is this something that you're just flowering? No, this is accurate because. Yeah. Go ahead, Wilson. Well, I, I can elaborate. Yeah. <laughs> because I know the board has it has talked about this a little bit, and the uh, they're trying to keep the you know the orchestra going in these times mm-hmm. a lot of orchestras have just totally shut down like national oh, wow. symphony canceled their season for for this year it's canceled no more no more uh, uh music until next year well no more full orchestra at, at tpac or wherever they they've been playing yeah and that would be common in a lot of areas so the board yeah. here is looking for ways and they are keeping it going but one of the things that has been talked about uh, is that uh, uh, musicians, one of the benefits, which, which in our situation is not tons of money, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like the Beatles or something like that, but is being able to meet really famous people. And yeah. I, I was the stage manager uh, when I lived in Chattanooga. I played in the orchestra and I was the stage manager, meaning I had to be there before a concert set it up, you know, and the artists would come in and check out the acoustics. Uh, now that was on, at Lookout Mountain inside the cave, right? Well, uh, not, the, boy, that would be a great sound along actually, the stalactites and stalagmites and all that. <laughs> we played on top of the mountain one time. Oh, okay. But uh, they would, uh, they'd come in. For example, uh, Roger Miller, the famous Ooh, love piano it. player. Yes, he yes. was. He was really friendly. The uh, 
the uh, stage manager for the Tivoli Theater was a German guy. They hit it off and were going out to eat and talking about you know, like Hitler and all those interesting whatever. things. Yeah. And, but uh, Benny Goodman played with us one time, and, and wow. meet, meeting him and watching him was a great experience for me. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine. I would have loved to have seen that. Benny Goodwin was one of my favorites. The music back there in the, the 30s and the 40s, it was unbelievable. Right. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Wilson and Donna. From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming online at WGNSradio.com. We at Fair Construction offer a 24-hour emergency service. Whether your shingles are blown off your roof, you have a tree on your roof, or if your whole house flooded, we offer a 24-hour emergency service. That's why it's important to shop local. They're your neighbors, and they take care of you. We're family here at Fair Construction. We care about you. This is Ron Hall with Fair Construction. Call 615-893-6120. That's Fair Construction Company. If you want to get some barbecue, i tell you how to do it. Head for the Slick Pig and you're into it. Just walk through the door at 1920 East Main and your nose will send a message right to your brain. Say, mmm, smells good. And barbecue. Slick Pig. We got ribs and beans. Got spicy wings. Slick Pig. A Murfreesboro tradition. 1920 East Main. Now's the time to start teaching good financial habits to your children, and we're here to help. Hi, I'm Nancy with Heritage South Community Credit Union. Our chipmunk and squirrel saver accounts help your child learn how to save and reward them for regular deposits or good grades. Our team cash accounts help your team learn to manage their money wisely and have options to build their credit. To learn more, visit our website, HeritageSouth.org, insured by the NCUA. This is a legal alert for users of Roundup Weed Killer. You may have heard about Roundup settlements. If you or a loved one used Roundup Weed Killer and have been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, you may be entitled to compensation. Call 1-800-800-0992. That's 1-800-800-0992. In a May 2020 Bloomberg News story, it was reported that Bayer AG is about to announce that they settled with over 100,000 Roundup victims who have alleged its Roundup weed killer was responsible for the plaintiff's non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. This news follows three landmark verdicts that totaled over $2.3 billion. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, after being exposed to Roundup or a glyphosate herbicide, call 1-800-800-0992. That's 1-800-800-0992. Call now. Sponsored by Arnold and Itkin. Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. A study by Advisor Smith recently dove into the Internet speeds across the country using data from the FCC. The report tabulated the fastest and slowest Internet speeds available in residential areas, and Murfreesboro was calculated to be in the top 20 tier of cities with extremely high-speed Internet services. Advisor Smith ranked Murfreesboro at number 15 on the list. 77% of Murfreesboro residents have access to 1 gigabit per second Internet speed from broadband providers. 
The new Nissan Rogue is running off the assembly line in Smyrna. The 2021 model is available this fall and represents several new and redesigned Nissan models that will be produced in the United States over the next year and a half. The Nissan production plant in Smyrna employs 7,000 workers. U.S. News & World Report ranks neighboring Williamson County as one of the healthiest communities in the country. A new report gives Williamson County high marks for its economy, graduation rates, population health, home ownership, and voter participation. Although overall population health was good, grades on food and nutrition were below the national average. In the final analysis, U.S. News rated Williamson County number 20 on the list of the country's 500 healthiest communities. Hunters in Tennessee can help feed the hungry. Tennessee Wildlife Federation Hunters for the Hungry program now accepting donations of whole deer. Over 60 processors throughout the state will accept deer to help feed Tennesseans in need. Officials with Hunters for the Hungry say the need for donations is greater than ever this year due to the ongoing coronavirus outbreak. Socialize with us on social media. Log on to Facebook.com slash WGNS Radio and click the like button or follow us on Twitter at WGNS Radio. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. At Bud's Tire Pros, they care about those who live and work here because you're a big part of what makes this place great. This is Kay Mitchell at Bud's Tire. Come by and see us at Bud's Tire, 3600 East Main Street, or call 896-TIRE. They will be here through the good times and the uncertain times. For those who are out on the road, stop in today to see their full lineup of Michelin tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, they're essential, they're open, they're local. Visit them online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. We'll see a few spotty rain showers here possible late this afternoon with cloudy skies, a high of 70 degrees. Winds out of the northwest between 5 and 10 miles per hour. Meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 61. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes for Premier Six Theater. They're now open. From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming online at WGNSRadio.com. <laughs> From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, it's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming online at WGNSRadio.com.
I know, Brian, we are back. Um, but, you know, we don't always talk uh, about music or things like that. We're broad-minded. We've, we've got a lot of issues that we really care about. And uh, this, this particular situation going on right now, we're, we're, what, about 41 or 42 days from the election coming up. And this is going to affect our country for many, many years. And, um, you, you know, everybody seems to have a favorite issue when it comes time for these type of elections. But probably nothing will affect what's going to happen in our country uh, for the next decade or two decades or, or whatever. Uh, the naming of Ruth Bader Ginsburg's replacement. And, of course, we all know that she was a little bit to the left. She wasn't uh, extreme like you see a lot of things that are going on right now. But uh, uh, the, the one that's going to uh, be replacing her, and it's my understanding, it's going to be uh, another lady and uh, uh, someone who is uh, very much pro-life is what, what I have heard. And... Yeah. and uh, um, a someone who is uh, of the Catholic faith and, and, and very much strong in that particular faith, which that's pretty much uh, all across the board. As far, if, if you're a churchgoer, that, that pretty much affects everybody. Exactly. And, and uh, you and I have talked about it a little bit. You wanted to sit back and talk for another three hours after the show is over with, so um, we can kind of get a feel of how each one is thinking. Now, I know that um, uh, Donna, I know she's hard to the right. Yeah. And you know that I'm pretty much that way, too. I'm, I'm very patriotic. Well, if, you know, we all get in political discussions uh, to varying degrees. I get yeah. in a lot. Yeah. But uh, a few years ago, uh, after getting into some discussions that didn't turn out to be as pleasant as you would want them, I, I preface. We don't do that much around here. Well, I, what I do is, if I'm talking to somebody and I don't really know uh, what their politics are, I say, well, I love to talk, but you need to know something. Uh, I'm part of the vast right-wing conspiracy. Yeah. In the famous words of Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And uh, just to make sure they understand. Who is Hillary Clinton? Uh, <laughs> don't, they, don't they have some type of... Um, economic uh, hold on a lot of the things that are going on uh, uh, didn't the Democratic Party borrow money from her or something I, it's, it's just a lot of interest look at it <laughs> I'm sorry yeah. you're killing me over here yeah, so, so yeah. some of the reason I'm, 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 that I'm wincing is the uh, well, one of the things that, that uh, when I'm talking to somebody who is also part of the vast right wing yeah, uh, I say, you know, uh, if anybody says to me this could never happen, uh, I say that is you've got your head in the sand mm -hmm. because in 19, uh, say, 58, 1960, I was 14 years old in 1960. You're a baby. You're a lot younger than the rest of us here. But anyway, I would, uh, uh, if somebody has said some of the things that are going on now. Uh, you know, like who can get married and things of that nature. 
most people, a lot of people, everybody that I was around would have said, that's nonsense, that could, yeah. be, that could never happen. And so we're, not, we're out of that now, and anything that you can imagine just about that would be repulsive or didn't make sense, mm -hmm. I, I think we should say, well, probably could happen. Yeah. City's burning and nobody doing anything to protect the, uh, the citizens in those particular areas. Right. And uh, I, I never thought that I would see those things happen. It, it's just, uh, it, it's, it's unbelievable. It's like we're a third world country. I mean, uh, like we're Venezuela instead of the United States. It, it's amazing Amen. to me. Nobody has any uh, respect for other people. And uh, if they don't go, uh, if they don't believe uh, in what your particular political uh, uh, interests are, and it's against them, they will attack you. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. And uh, it, around here, we are the 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 type of people we listen to others. And we may not go along with their particular beliefs, and we may just mention it off the cuff, but we don't get into a fist fight or try to shoot each other or anything like that. It's hard for us to understand what's going on in Portland and Seattle and in yes. New York and Chicago and, and places like that because if you listen to uh, what they're saying, it, it really doesn't make any sense. I mean, if, if you really try to listen to what... Uh, the other side is uh, is trying to uh, educate us in. There's no way that I could go along with anything they say, but I'm not going to just completely just get crazy about it. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, you 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 wouldn't have to listen <laughs> to uh, Nancy Pelosi very long to uh, come to that conclusion. I was I, 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 one thing I agreed with Nancy Pelosi on. If I was going to buy a refrigerator or a freezer, I would try to call her and see where she got hers because that's the biggest one I've ever seen. It filled up a whole house. I saw that too. Yeah. Far out. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's Nancy Pelosi who uh, who famously said, uh, "Let's pass this uh, this health care thing, and then we'll find out what's in it." Yeah, and that's that's pretty nice. Yes. I have something to tell yes, you. Mm -hmm. I just learned that one of your friends is going to be at the Flatbed Philharmonic concert this Saturday. Mm -hmm. Philip Barnett. Oh, Phil's going to be there. Yeah. Uh, he see, he's on my show next Thursday, I believe, a week from tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Phil is a great guest because he's so entertaining. He has more energy than anybody I've ever met in my life. I, I think he's on every board in Rutherford County. He really is amazing. Well, let me tell you how I met him. Okay, so I had only seen his uh, face on his profile shot on Facebook, and that's all I knew him by. Mm -hmm. But I knew that he was often sharing a lot of our um, posts for the uh, orchestra. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, he would, did he dress like Santa Claus before Christmas? That's or how it? I met him. Oh, so really? I saw Santa Claus at a concert, and I thought, who is that? Mm -hmm. So I just walked up to him, and I pulled his beard down. And instantly I said, oh, Philip J. Barnett. 
and that's Philip J. Barnett. Yeah, because that's what he has on uh, Facebook. It, it's his name, and so that's uh, how I met him. And and bless his heart, uh, I, I still miss Adrian. She was the sweetest thing. I mean, um, he ha he had uh, a wife that they were more suited to each other than almost anybody I've ever seen, and 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 she would. Uh, she would overlook all his nonsense, and, and she would always let him think that she, that he was as smart as she was and all those other things. But, of course, we all knew, you knew better. We, we knew Phil pretty well. Mm -hmm. And plus, he was a Navy guy. Do you know that how he uh, decided to go into the Navy? No, I don't. Do you remember the song uh, that one of the bands would play? In the Navy, bum, 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 bum. I mean, just just the manhood of, of that band. That, that's what really sold him. Is he still listening? I don't I, believe that. <laughs> I mean, I just I just love it. I mean, he wasn't in the army like 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 you and I were, Wilson. Yeah. Do, do, do you National Guards ever get to go jump out of planes? Were you airborne? Do y'all have an airborne unit in in the National Guard? I'm not sure. I I was actually uh, got a sales pitch on uh, one time uh, from a Fort Campbell recruiter trying to get me to uh, sign up on that. I, that wasn't something I was very You would interested. love it. You would love it. And when I was jumping out, I see you don't always have the perfect thing. I would when I was jumping, I would love to have a sax and playing that sax all the way down to the ground. That would have been kind of neat. Yeah. Be a sight to see. Go ahead, Donna. It's your show. <laughs> All right. All right. I want to give another plug mm -hmm. for anybody that's just come on and is listening at this time. So, everyone, we're going to have um, the Tennessee Philharmonic Orchestra is having a concert this coming Saturday. Mm -hmm. It's called the Flatbed Philharmonic. And it's an outdoor concert. Mm -hmm. It's at 7421 Canesville Pike in Las Casas, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And um, it's for, it starts at 4 o'clock. Mm -hmm. It's a three-in-one concert. It's going to have a string quartet, a brass quintet, and a saxophone quartet. Mm -hmm. So we have a variety of music all the way from classical strings to jazz. And it's family-friendly. People can bring out their chairs, their blankets, their picnic baskets, and we have a rain date, which is not going to rain, I told you once again, mm -hmm. but that's going to be October the 3rd. And um, ticket prices are $10 for adults, $5 for students, and the tickets are sold at the event. So if anybody needs any more information, they can go into our website at mm -hmm. TNPhil. T N P H I L dot org. Or you can even call 615 898 1862. And or go to our Facebook site, Tennessee Philharmonic Orchestra, and you can get more information there. Is it one of those where the music hits them so much that they all stand in front of the stage there? And they dance and they holler and, and they scream. I saw some of that going on at the Philharmonic uh, uh, Orchestra over at the Methodist Church. And, and I, I guarantee you, you will see more of that with this bunch and, and the Baptist bunch because they are a little bit more 
uh, active, hey, you might say, during those things. I always get on my feet somewhere along the way, or something's always moving during a concert, believe me. But um, I had a special um, friend of mine come and volunteer at the February Jazz Concert. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm like, let's, let's just bring a variety of people to come. And, and she's, she was just so moved by that jazz concert that she stood up and she cheered. Oh, wow. A standing ovation. And next thing I knew, she put two fingers in her mouth and let out a whistle that pierced everybody's ears. That's my kind of gal. Oh, yeah. It was wonderful. Well, are you going to have singers at this one? Well, no singers whatsoever, because the horns, to be perfectly honest with you, they drown out the singers. I don't care where you are. Uh, you, People don't understand, and you probably don't understand why you're there in the band playing. Uh, it, it's extremely loud. It just takes over the entire sound in that particular area. Do, do you even realize that, Wilson? Well... <laughs> The, uh, the sound guys are really supposed to take care of that. And uh, so it, when you're in the band, you can't really tell whether the band is too loud yeah. or not. So even if you're a top soprano um, and, I, and you've had them there, uh, I couldn't hear a, a thing coming out of their mouths. And I, I know that it is up at the highest level. And I love sopranos and I love bass. It's just something that those people are just absolutely blessed to have that type of sound. Yeah. You were on the stage the yeah. whole time. Yeah. It, the acoustics out in the audience, I think it's different, but I'm not positive how that works. And there was the balance between the, the singers and the, and the band. Yeah. It would, would probably be different if you were sitting out in the audience. Can the maestro control some of that if he feels like it's been? Um, it, it, it's becoming complicated to the, the listening audience. Oh, well, that, that's something that should be addressed, and I, I really haven't heard him talking a whole lot about that. Do you actually have a maestro now? Uh, I, well, this coming year, because of the, the changes that, that are going on, mm -hmm. they, uh, it's not going to be... It, the same need for having like somebody at the top and uh, so we always have guest conductors anyway so they'll have a guest conductor for the Christmas concert and then the only other one that they have officially planned I think is in April and uh, so I'm not really sure about that Donna probably knows more about that than the one in April uh, what what is going to be the theme of that when you always have a theme usually it's jazz but at this time, I don't have specifics on it. Mm -hmm. The one that I always loved more than any other, I mean, you had the Christmas one, of course, which was absolutely great. But I love it when you support the veterans and uh, they come in and you can see that it really does um, hit them right straight in their heart when they're, when they're up there because most veterans um, they don't really get the open support that they should. And uh, a lot of times we forget them, the ones in the greatest generation in World War II and, and things like that in Korea, Vietnam. Um, Last year I invited um, 
a couple of veterans to come to the concert, and mm -hmm. they sat with me. One uh, was in the Army, and the other was in the Navy. Mm -hmm. and, it, and you're right, it made them feel very, very special. They're, they're proud of um, the careers that they had, yeah. and I, you know, we all want to support them and say, you know, we appreciate what you did. That, that's an honor to all of us. You know, down in Florida, you don't think of it being as patriotic as we are here, but they uh, honored the Vietnam veterans, the, the wounded veterans. And uh, my wife and I were, uh, we got a flag and we sat out there and, and we were waving it along with no telling how many thousands of people were lined up on the side of the road. And they all were in convertibles and uh, you could see their faces very vividly and you could see them crying. Now that is pretty darn special when you see those people that went out and gave everything they had and then when they're being honored by the people who are the recipients of, of all the things that they did for this country, um, that's amazing. And, and I won't go to an uh, NFL football game, I won't go to the NBA games or any of those because it, it's disgusting yeah. uh, the way that they uh, uh, appear before those type people that have really made their lives special and they're making more money than anybody else in, in the country and they're turning their nose up and, and that's hollywood people too yeah i i, I have a i don't know exactly what the statistics would be but like it in, in the crowd that I run with and the community that that's I that's a live, rough crowd <laughs> the community that I yeah. that I live in it's uh it's a patriotic community mm -hmm. but I don't think that's reflected uh on what we call the mainstream media doesn't reflect that yeah. very much and uh the Hollywood crowd doesn't really except for an occasional uh like movie uh by Mel Gibson or somebody like that mm -hmm. and uh but smile Truman I'm taking your picture I'm, I'm listening I can't smile and listen at Sorry, the same but time. I'm, but I can I'm, only I'm, do one thing I'm in agreement with you it just it just seems like that would be such a given so widely accepted even uh, you know in the middle of some liberal uh, area in mm -hmm. New York or Los Angeles that they would all at least agree that we need to really be patriots are you old enough to remember when television would go off at night and they would play High Flight and, and then they would play uh, the Star Spangled Banner? Well, the radio station in, in Waverly uh, uh, would play uh, the national anthem at the very last thing. Yeah, heard. but didn't they not play High Flight? The, the poem of, about... I've heard that a lot. I yeah. know you talk about, yeah. That, that that is such and, and you know uh, one of the pilots he was killed right after that and he had written it down on a piece of paper and uh, someone got a hold of it and and they made it a one of the more famous poems that were ever written and and my my little brother um, he was killed when he was 18 years old but when he when they we we would be watching television and just before it went off they would start playing it and he would actually salute the the television when that was going on right. that, that you know we had a different spirit back yeah. in those days 
and it's hard for me to believe that a lot of that is is gone. Uh, I, I still I still do that, but I think I think we appreciate those type things. Of course, we didn't have a lot back in those days. I mean, we were pretty much all poor, but we 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 thought we were living the best lives that ever were. I mean, we yeah. we were. We were like we were living in a castle. We might live in a, a three-room house, but but it was a castle to us. Yeah, we were living the best lives. Yeah, yeah. I tell my kids that the the 50s just seemed like they were the golden years, didn't it? Um, yeah, and it isn't amazing how how Hollywood likes to make fun of the 50s. Yeah, you know, like it was. Uh, they were actually patriotic during those days, uh, especially in the 40s. I mean, the 40s when uh, World War II was going on, uh, they were going around beating drums and trying to get more money for the war during that time. And, of course, Bob Hope, he was one of the more. Yeah. He wasn't even born in the United States. He's born in, yeah, right. in England. Isn't that something? Interesting guy. He was a boxer, too. Did you know that? And a pretty good boxer, from what I understand. Did you ever see the old movie? Ghost Breakers, not Ghostbusters, but Ghostbusters. No, You've got to find it somewhere. It is the funniest movie I have ever seen in my life. I was actually crying. I was laughing so hard. It, it was amazing. In, in, in those days, there were no um, negative things. You couldn't say certain words and, and stuff like that. So um, it, it was special. You know, we've run over. I didn't realize it. I didn't either. Now say again, because I don't want it to get past us. Okay. Uh, the show coming up. All right. So this Saturday, mm -hmm. Flatbed Philharmonic by the Tennessee Philharmonic Orchestra. A Saturday the 26th. Mm -hmm. It's at the historic home of Ruth and Eddie Taylor mm -hmm. at 7421 Canesville Pike in Las Casas, Tennessee. And it mm -hmm. begins at 4 o'clock. Mm -hmm. Is any of this going to be uh, on the internet where people? It can... is. They can go to our website at tnphil.org. That's t-n-p-h-i-l.org, mm -hmm. and they can also go find us on Facebook at Tennessee Philharmonic Orchestra, mm -hmm. and the information's on there. And this is part. This is part of the seeds that are being planted to keep the Philharmonic Orchestra going here, isn't it? We want to make sure that. People have a, an opportunity to be involved with some of the best music you've ever heard. That's right. That's right. And and this music, it, it doesn't need to just um, start at a you know, people think classical music's for an older mm -hmm. audience. That is so not true. Yeah. I mean, good music is for all generations. Yeah. And this concert is family friendly, and uh, uh, children will enjoy it as well as. Um, people that are a little bit older, mm -hmm. like me, that um, we no, want... No, you're not too old. <laughs> no, I'm ageless. <laughs> we want everyone, though, to come with their their lawn chairs, with a blanket, with their... Um, Overalls on. Yeah, picnic baskets, mm -hmm. whatever they want to do, you know, and come out and just expect a, a relaxed, enjoyable time. Yeah, it's going to be a nice night from what I understand. It is. This coming Saturday night. A little night. bit cooler, crisp. Yeah. The property is beautiful. And, um, is that a message or, or is this the end? Fran's talking to me. Mom. Yeah. Can't hear a word she's saying. <laughs> 
Wilson, thank you for being um, Wilson for, Sharp. Thanks for having us. One of us. our great musicians. And Donna Tenpenny, uh, one of our very sweet, beautiful ladies here. And I miss Fran. Uh, I really miss Fran. Yeah. I enjoy her so much. She's listening, so she just heard that. All righty. Okay, guys. We're done. Thank you, Truman. We'll see you in the morning at 9. From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming online at WGNSRadio.com.